Hey everybody, welcome to Pittsburgh Comic Podcast number 524. This is this is going to be the best one ever. Uh, I'm Colin McMahon, owner of Pittsburgh Comics. Joining me tonight are... Mike. Pat. Spencer. And Marley's not sitting next to Mike, so he might actually make it through this one. He's trying to get under the water thing. Oh, there's probably a piece of food under there. Uh, Dave's not here. Dave's having car trouble, so we won't hold that against him. So news-wise, last weekend was New York Comic Con, and there were some announcements. Lots of announcements. Velma's gay. Velma. Velma. Is that that what I said? Velma. I thought it was Velma. 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 The V. Come on, man. So, uh, let's see. We have the very exciting news. Joe Quesada is back. A DC drawing Batman. Well, variant covers for Batman with a guest artist. Yay. I could care less if he yeah. never draws again. Um, I'm not a fan. We not have this. Met, met him in person. Uh, the new era. Yeah, it's a lot of people that you've met in person that aren't like. Maybe it's you. Mike. Yeah, there's yeah. a common denominator, yeah. Mike. Really? Saying. And the crowd goes hostile. That Just quick. saying. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The crowd is always hostile. That's true. His partner, Jimmy Palmati, was absolutely awesome. Yeah. Quesada, not so much. Right, Mar? Oh, you weren't there. I'm okay. sorry. Uh, Superman. Uh, Superman's back, and now they're ending uh, Super- Son of Superman and making it now Adventures of Superman, John Kent, and Superman is retaking Will over his book. Will he still be gay? Yes. Yeah, they didn't, they're, they're not changing that well, as that's far a, as I that, know. Well, that's the funny thing I kept on hearing now. The the gay Superman title is getting canceled. That's what I kept like, reading. I'm like, like, what? I'm like, okay. Because the story's bad. And I was like, I haven't read it, but Tom Tyler's writing it, so I don't imagine it's at least an okay story. Yeah. So they are doing something called Dawn of the DCU. We're spinning out of Dark Crisis. That's a new editorial era. So um, I'll talk more about that later after talk about Dark Crisis. Um, Batman Spawn, they made a big announcement that uh, they're going doing an exclusive with Barnes & Noble and that you'll be able to get all those issues at Barnes & Noble. So that made me super happy. So You'll let us know when we can go get it. This this week on <laughs> on FOC, I can't, I cut all my DC variants, and I figured if people want them, they can go get them at Barnes and Noble. So it seemed the easiest solution. So I did pre-orders. If you ordered one, you got it. But if you didn't pre-order one, I'm not carrying their variants anymore. What um, is the main cover though? Is that the one with? Yeah, Batman standing over Spawn. Spawn? Okay. Yeah. Um. So there was that. And then the biggest news, I was so excited about this. The new one called Lazarus Planet. This is spinning out of Batman vs. Robin 4, not 5, which is the end of the series, but 4, written by Mark Wade as well. And I just, there's, there's the cover. I just wanted you to tell me who is smack dab in the middle of that cover. Monkey Princess. That is correct. It is a Monkey Prince event. Oh, Prince, not Princess, sorry. It's a Monkey Prince event? Mm-hmm. For real? A book that I sell two copies of. I'm very excited about this. And one of them was to him. 
We know you have a whole stack of metal. No. You have no. two poles for that magazine? Yeah. Or I think I have one hold and one sells off the shelf. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, that person's brave to think that you're going to have copies up on the shelf. But, uh, yeah, so I'm very excited about the Monkey Prince event. Um, so, other news, there was some Marvel stuff. Uh, they're doing the Sumber of the Symbiotes. And that's going to be the big Marvel event. Well, they have a whole they a whole timeline of yeah. different things. That different stuff, yeah. Um, uh, there's a new Hickman book um, that they're not telling us anything about. And then the X-Men event next year is going to be The Sins of Sinister. Because everybody loves Mr. Sinister. He's my favorite X-Man. Kind of like Deadpool. A little goes a long way with him. Well, there's also the uh, Fall of X... Oh, they're falling too. Yes, yeah, so maybe oh. that'll be the end of the whole end of Krakoa. Maybe. Anything else you got there, Spencer? No, I just. I was just writing down some. some I just, I just remember that on the on the timeline there. Yeah, and a lot of movie and TV stuff that I go. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Werewolf by Night special? I did. I thought it was I great. Really loved yeah, that. Yeah. that that was great. I enjoyed that very much. The only thing was weird is I couldn't place the accent. Of, uh, was it Jack Russell, which is kind of funny in itself. Well, at first it was like kind of British, but not exactly. Yeah, it was definitely European. Yeah. And it just seemed, because he never struck me as a European person. Although I kind of get why, you know, you would think European for for that kind of thing. But, yeah. Yeah, but that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that very much. Especially, you haven't seen it, right, Mike? No, the guest star was yeah. was a, a surprise. Tim said that the guest star was in the trailer. I don't remember seeing. I it. don't remember that, but it was definitely more than just a glimpse. It was a full fledged fledged. Yeah. But his his first appearance was very funny. Yes. Um, that was so. actually the only character I knew in it. Yeah, I don't know who, if anybody was supposed to be anybody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. As soon as it's over, my wife's like. When will the toys be out for that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's clearly why he was inserted. That was so great. was this like two hours long? Or? No, it's 55, 55 minutes. minutes. Yeah. minutes? Okay. yeah, that's why I'm like, I want to watch something. It, it won't take long. All right, so I can watch that tonight. Then. Yeah, it, it's good. Yeah. Well, part of it until you fall asleep. Right, so you'll see 20 minutes of it. You guys see. done? You good? I had two naps today. Leave me alone. Okay, there you so go. So you, you're good to go. Okay, gotcha. That, but that just got you here, though. You had to take that to get <laughs> Almost while driving. Yeah. <laughs> so. Don't do that the last yeah, time when that I, happened Yeah, when, when I saw Monkey Prince front and center in that uh, in that cover picture, I was just like. Well, you're not going to hide Monkey oh, Prince. Oh, So man. here's the best part. That was decided by an editorial mm-hmm. group and said, hey. What do you got the best? What What's the best of your best? Monkey prints. Let's do a, a event with monkey prints. Yeah. Okay. But to be fair, who saw that coming? Right. Right. You, you, you know. They, they definitely will keep us on our toes that you know, way. A Batman event. <laughs> Snooze. You know. Flash event. Snooze. Right. Monkey Wonder prints. Monkey Snooze. prints. You don't know where it's going. You don't no. know who any of the characters you know are, the but you don't know where is, it's going. It's I don't even care. Okay, that's the you best can part. leave. That's the best part. <laughs> Had to say it. That was bad. Oh, I got a message. Oh, just stay. 
Dave's looking forward to listening to the train wreck. Um, I said, uh-oh, our moral compass, compass isn't here. Um, and then we do a, a <laughs> Joy Bag of Donuts asks, are all triangles love triangles if you love triangles? What? Are all triangles love triangles if you love triangles? Sure. Yeah. Hey, man, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, hey, hey, lots of boat floating there. Okay, that was the only question we got. Zach said none, sorry. Um, and yeah, I just have, I read eight. Sorry, I was preoccupied this weekend doing personal things. No, it's my birthday. Um, wow. <laughs> Two hands. <laughs> Two hands. Wow. Okay. So. <laughs> Somebody go. Who read, or any any other thing? Oh, I forgot. I have a rant. Yeah, I was um, going to say. Sorry, I forgot about that. So, Buckle you, up, everybody. No, Monday I just kind of, Sunday I kind of had enough. I'm just fed up with everybody right now. And it was interesting talk, talking with Joe and then talking again with Tim here, completely separate. We just kind of realized, I, I was talking to Joe and I said, my problem is the publishers don't care. The distributors don't care, and I don't have enough energy anymore to care for everybody. And it just kind of keeps rolling along. Friday I got an email. Uh, the week I was gone, there were a lot of damages, mostly dynamite damages, where they were just spine creases on, on ratio variants. And he reported it, and I didn't get the email, but um, they requested pictures. So I saw that late, and I... Sent them pictures, kind of like just spread out so you could see all the spine creases. Well, that wasn't good enough for them. They needed better, more accurate pictures. So they needed a picture of each book. There were, I think it was 45 or 50 books damaged. So, so I had to take a picture of each one and send it, tell them which book that was. So I was super happy about that. And... We had sent back the damages last month, and I didn't strip the covers off the dynamite one so they could actually see the problems. And I included a note with that, saying this is a continual problem and it's getting worse. Something needs to be done about it. I emailed that as well with pictures to the, the dynamite rep and emailed another email to him with more pictures from the next week. And I kind of just went, you know what? I think I'm tapping out. So on Sunday... I ordered really tight on DC because I don't like their shenanigans. Um, and ordered really, like I ordered variants. I think it was mostly, it was like orders plus one. And so even if I normally sold 10 of one, I only had three orders. I ordered four. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not playing anymore. Um, and then on Monday, as I was doing FOC, I went to Dynamite and changed all my order numbers to zero across the board. Um, I'm not carrying dynamite for the shelf anymore. Um, if you order something, I'll order it for you. But in general, um, I'm not going to support dynamite anymore because they don't care. Um, four emails and a package sent and I didn't get a single response. So I'm like, if you don't care, again, I don't have enough energy to care for you. Um, the problem I was having with dynamite is I'd get the first one and it would be damaged. And I'd report it damaged and they'd send me another one. And that one come in damaged. And I'd say, that one's damaged too. And they send me another one, and it's damaged. And then at the end of the month, they go, hey, we need those three damaged copies back. Well, multiply that times 40, 
Yesterday I had 45 damaged comics, damaged dynamite books. And I just kind of went, you know what? Nope, I'm done. And I just said, please just credit me. Don't send me anymore. There's no point to this anymore. Was this done through Penguin? No, this is this is Diamond, and this is just done on their website, and I just clicked for each one, just credit. Don't bother sending me another copy. So this copy. is probably down to the printer then. The probably. It's, but nobody's... Fussing up to it. Right. I'm like, hey, guys, this is a problem. And nobody said, oh, gosh, yeah, we'll look into it. We'll see what's going on. Nothing. They just keep sending me damaged product. And I just went, you know what? Your books don't sell that great. I support you because I like to support... You know, and I like to give, you know, if they have four different covers, I'll get all the covers so that people can have a choice. Not anymore. Had enough. Just so mad. if they're all damaged, they're just from the same print run. And they're just right. Making, and it, that it just proves that But it's the like the run. regular cover, I don't, I don't care that much about. But a 1 in 25, nobody's going to buy with a, it looks like it's been folded in half. So, and it was just super annoying. Oh, we need better pictures. Seriously? Like, I'll start giving you better pictures when you start sending my stuff better. Yeah. But it's like, okay, so this week was 45. Next week I'll get damaged replacements of those and another 45. So that'll be 90. And then I know I'm going to have... I mean, the last damage return was 90% dynamite covers. And they base it on volume. And it was like four pages of books. But you're looking and it's three lines of this damage this you know the same book yeah three times it's like and then you can't find one then they charge you for it because i just went you know what i'm done if you don't care i don't care i mean so, did, did you sell a lot of dy- dynamite stuff i sell them on, they of... sell on ebay they do well for me on ebay but on ebay nobody's gonna one with a big spine crease yeah. that's not gonna fly well i just mean because you were you talking about i was just like wondering like off the shelf like i'm sure that you would have not some a people... lot most of them are pre-orders but i do i carry them i mean yeah. if you look there's you know, yeah, there's you a lot of books yeah. there yeah there's you, you freed up oh yeah because that's all coming off next week well cause the problem is i still have three weeks worth yeah coming but um, i mean you have a whole shelf that's coming off. And then when you yeah. figure, like... Uh, and Vampirello, too. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the, do they still do double set, the James Bond yep, stuff? Yep, they do double. And that sells well, but I don't need extras. So, it just, it was kind of very uh, satisfying pulling all that off. You know, taking all, cutting... I, I literally cut $200 wholesale off my FOC just by canceling all that Dynamite stuff. felt really good. Because that's all they do is just the special covers. Too. They do like four or five covers per book. Yeah. But it's going to be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's going to be kind of funny now because um, I'll skip that entire section on the initial order and just catch orders on FOC. So it's going to be nice. It's going to take a good bit of time off my uh, yeah. doing orders. Speaking of which orders, orders are due next week. Um, just want to make sure everybody's aware of that. Um, it's a week early because... Yeah, I was going to say, it feels like it's early. It is because there's the, it's the Diamond Summit the week after, so they're not making the orders due. The Diamond Summit literally is Thursday, the day the orders are due, so they're making them due a week early, which is not great. Normally they push it back instead of pushing it up, but whatever. So I don't know if Dynamite has any new books coming, but you won't find them here. <laughs> so... So boom goes the dynamite. Hmm. Yeah, just I mean everybody's playing games and it's just so frustrating. Well, it's across the board with everything. It is. It's just yeah. it's ridiculous. Everything is so out of control. 
Not just in the, it's in the yeah. world. In yeah. General, yeah, yeah, it's just everything. But it's just, yeah, I just... Oh, another good one was uh, yesterday I was on a, a, a Zoom call for uh, the Jeff Johns new stuff, the new Golden Age, and the, he's got a new Stargirl coming, book coming. And Justice Society. Yeah. Well, that's part of I think that's Golden Age, but they're bringing all that. And so it was a lot of yada yada. You know, I was kind of half listening because I was checking in stuff. Uh, oh, that was fun. I'll get to that too. But... Um, at the end of it, the DC guy came in, and I guess he works in marketing. Um, and he's like, okay, and you know, we're going to have lots of social media assets available for you on Lunar so that you can share these with your fans and get them excited about this. I went, with my fans? Yeah, so that's the new thing in social media marketing, is anyone that follows you is a fan. And people that like post are super fans. So the idea is to build your super fan base. Okay. Yeah. Because getting likes automatically equal into sales. I don't and probably care right? about that. And because I'm sitting there listening as he said that, I went, "I have customers. Do you not understand how this works?" Yes, that's the new term. That's the new social media term. I don't. They're fans. I don't have fans. I have customers. That's, fans don't make me any money. Likes on Facebook doesn't yeah, make me any money that's fair but people that follow you are fans okay i yeah that's yeah i i get it okay yeah no i won't be sharing any of any of your social media how about you get them excited you dc don't ask me to get people excited about every one of your books that's not my job i don't have enough time to promote every one of your books I did find it was funny. One of the, another one of the so announcements I saw from New York Comic Con was a static sh- a static book, a new uh-huh. static book. I'm like, oh, you mean the one that was supposed to come out this month that you had in your previews in August? <sighs> um, the other fun thing this week was um, we got the Halloween comic bundles, the ones that people buy to give yeah. away, and they they do well for me, um, and so I ordered a bunch. Well. Penguin, in their infinite wisdom, decided to package each one in its own box inside its own other box. So I get a text from Pat on Monday saying, we just got 37 boxes from Penguin. Because I ordered 25 of those bundles. I got 25 boxes, each one with one of those packs. Where they could have put three packs at least in one of their small boxes. Each one had its own pack. So I'm like, this is madness. Now, you don't pay for shipping. I don't pay for shipping. I still have to break those boxes no, down. No, I, we have to throw I, I, all that I stuff away. That, you know, yeah. it takes time to cut them open. Get You know, it, it's a processing issue. No, but I remember on more than one occasion where you had Diamond, which you are paying shipping right. for. Right. No, no, absolutely. Two things in a box. And it's like, wait a minute, guys. But no. when it's normally eight boxes and all of a sudden it's 37, yeah, that's a little much. So, yeah, in the middle of opening all those, and, it, and the best part was, it wasn't a case of you could just set them aside, because so it would be one pack and two variant covers in that box. And, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Can't play on these things, Colin. No, no, it was, it was really super great, so won't be ordering those again. So, yeah, it's been a great week. And then I turned really old yesterday, so...
Just so. happened overnight like that. No, it, it it was a number that made me feel really, really old. But it's a big number, isn't it? It is a big number. Yeah. yeah. It's now a I can go to menu. now I can go to Denny's and you know get the special menu. ARP, the whole nine. Right? Oh, that's been I've been getting ARP stuff for five years. Um. See, I don't know so. that because I haven't hit fifty. And she hit fifty. It's in the mail like the week before that birthday. Oh, they, okay. They know. <laughs> um. I like to know who the hell retires at fifty. Yeah. But that's all I got. My fun week of joy. But hockey starts tonight, so yeah. and that's going to be a complete cluster. But it's going to be a fun cluster to watch for yeah, me. I've yeah. kind, of, I've accepted. I'm embracing the suck. And, and that's I, what you have to do. I'm, it's going to suck, but let's just yeah, see how much it's how going to suck. suck. Yeah, because I, it was funny watching one of the preseason games and. In a matter of 13 seconds, they lost the game. And it was just so funny watching. Because they were playing really well, playing really well. One defenseman got stuck on the ice, and they got the puck to into the neutral zone, and the guy's going, so the guy goes to make the change. And, of course, the guy loses the puck at the red line. They go right down, three-on-one score. Um, 13 seconds later, they score again. It was like, wow, well, that was a good game for a period and a half, <laughs> and now it's over because I know they can't score two goals. The Blackhawks, if you don't know, yeah. are my team. And they are, uh, well, they say they're rebuilding, and they are. Sadly, not a single player on this team is going to be there in three years when they are trying to rebuild. Who's their star player now? Uh, well, they still have Kane and Haves, but they'll be traded by the trade deadline this year. And then they'll have Seth this Jones. This is their last year on their contract? Yeah. 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 So, and they have Seth Jones will be there for the rest of his life. But it's because they gave him an eight-year contract at $9 million a year or something. So he'll be there during the rebuild. But Maybe just Bobby Bonilla's ass. Yeah, not one single <laughs> and he's other. he's still making money. Yeah, not one single other player on the team tonight will be there in three years. So who wants to go first talking about comical books? I'll talk about comical books. The Last School. The who? The Snyder Francovia. Night of the Ghoul. Night of the Ghoul. Oh, I read Bye, that. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. Tim. That, was like really my, that was my it. favorite book of the week. So, how dare you? Well, hold on, hold on. We'll get that out of good books. Um, it felt very cinematic. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it, it, so the, the premise of the book is... Uh, this guy has a partial print of this lost movie. Tell them how they find them, though. Where they go. Well, oh, I'll get there. Okay. So, they go to what they think is like a hospice mm-hmm. to find the director. And he's, of course, under an assumed name... Um, they, they take him in, he's, like, burned Burn. beyond recognition, yeah. and he confronts them about it, and at first the guy's like, oh no, this isn't, you know, I'm not him, and then finally he's like, yeah, I'm him, um, and, and during the course of the story, and by the way, there, there was a lot of story in this book, too, mm-hmm. we find out that it's effectively the story of his father. Who, was it World War One? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. World War One. They came across this town where everybody was dead and decomposing, and um, 
Because at first you're thinking it's like, oh, it's a metaphor. Dad came home from the war changed, which you definitely hear about. Yeah. Um, but Well, and, and it's true. It's just a little more literally true. Um, but this hospice is not actually a hospice. It's run by the ghoul, effectively. Um, and, and his... Uh, disciples, I guess. Followers. Yeah, what, what, yeah whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, and I believe it, it's the guy's son mm-hmm. is infected. Because mm-hmm. apparently you get infected by watching this movie. Yes. So it's almost Cause he, like... Because he said to him, did you show this to anybody else? And he's yeah. like, well, no. And he's like, oh, just want my son. Yeah, just my son. Yeah. Um, and he's just a young teenager. Yeah. But it was... It was a really fun book. It was interesting. Um, even though it was wordy, it wasn't horrible. The artwork just made it. Yes. It just made the vibe and the feel of the book of just, like, creepy all together. <laughs> yeah. It's Frank yeah. Via art. Yeah. And Scott Snyder wrote the book. And was it the last page where the, the ghoul guy... He's like, oh, he's behind you. And yeah, the, it was like the doctor. The doctor. Yeah. I thought the the last page was there was the, a couple the more after. Was there, yeah. yeah, it was the son's X-ray was the last page. Yeah, but it was the the dad's X-ray oh, from dad's in the X-ray. past. Yeah, yeah. Um, where the did, doctor said it was there. They didn't see anything, and then the son sees the X-ray, and you can clearly see. Yeah, the you can thing see the inside. demon in the in the X-ray. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, sadly, it's already been out for a year on Comixology. And, oh, has it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's one of those where they didn't tell us. And the fun thing, this was the one where we had to order number two on Monday when the book came out Wednesday. And then on Tuesday, they announced that they, it's being made into a movie. It's like, yeah, don't tell us anything cool. Yeah. Because it's fun. They used to um, all refer to the stores as their, their, were their retail partners. In this, and it's like, yeah, nobody's nobody's saying that anymore. It feels like a partnership, like my first marriage was a partnership. (laughs) So it's it's gonna be fun. I am going down to the Diamond Summit at the end of the month just to see my friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a little interesting seeing all the publishers going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, make sure you tell Diamond hi. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Um, I'll see the Dynamite guy. Say, hey, I got an answer for you. Oh, I don't care. I don't I'll carry your books that. anymore. Um, Dark Ride. I read, that. I read that. That was a fun book. Yeah. So did uh, you read the thing that was in the the because uh, there's like a little kind of like prequel thing in that uh, the 25th anniversary of that uh, that uh, Skybound X thing. No. Yeah, they do like a little. It it doesn't really. It just says like a there's a family like waiting to get into the park. And okay. it's like the dad, and the dad just slowly gets angrier and angrier, and then just ends up being like the crap out of this guy who he thinks crossed, who who cut the line, and so he gets all mad and like beats the crap out of that guy. So it's like, like it almost kind of gave the feel like the the park is like uh, affecting the people there, kind of. Okay, well that makes sense based mm-hmm. on what it's built yeah. upon. Um, but the uh, I won't give too much away. But there's an event happens. Uh, this guy who uh, was an artist does something, covers up, and 
years later builds a theme park on it. It's it's very Walt Disney esque. I mean, Dark Ride is like Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, basically, your your e ticket attractions at Disney World are dark rides. Um, but it's it's like a horror themed amusement park. Uh, kid shows up. It's his first day of work. His parents had died tragically, but he loves horror. Um, so he goes to the park and he gets put on trash duty. He bumps into the owner's son, who finds out you know he's a big fan. And and, and the owner's son's clearly a douche nozzle. Um, but he he takes the kid around. And I guess the one guy's like their director of operations or something was talking about doing a family friendly like a G like a PG section yeah we need park. to do like a kitty park you know where it's not scary. So the owner of the park talks to um, this kid who the the janitor kid and he's like no absolutely not it violates everything that this park's about and the guy's like see this kid gets it you don't you're fired and like. But no, we've been friends forever. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, and, and you know, then it gets a little colorful. Um, so, this guy also has a sister, who is effectively Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking more like Paris Hilton, also. Yeah, I kind of. She's the precursor of the Kardashian. Mm-hmm. She she's famous for having a sex tape. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why. Well, Paris Kim Kardashian Hilton. was the same. Okay. Um, anyway, so. She shows up to the park, and apparently they had um, some gentleman's agreement, if you will, that she stays out of the park and he doesn't go to Hollywood. Um, But she claims their father wants to see them. so th- at this part, at this time, I didn't think the father was still alive until they mentioned sure, that. Yeah, right. I, I yeah. was like, "Oh, okay, yeah. he's alive." I'm like, "Okay, this should be interesting." So it, it comes later on. The kid hears voices in in a ride and goes to explore, uh, and then it cuts back to the son with with his dad, and he's complaining about the sister being there. Um, and, you know, the father's like, well, I have an idea for a new ride to help build up the park. And there's drawings, and it's basically of that kid being killed by demons. And that's where the story ends. Um, it's a fun little book for Halloween. Yeah. Like, it, and, and I'm interested to see, like, who, like, who the story, f- like, follows, because if, that last page is any accurate that who we thought was going to be the main, main character is he, he doesn't around, exist anymore yeah, he's yeah. Not around no more yeah he's kind of in pieces i'm i'm thinking it's probably going to follow the son and the daughter yeah i was thinking maybe his sister will show up that could to be do too. some investigating maybe but yeah but yeah it was a nice uh nice fun read uh junkyard joe number 1 yeah i read that so this came out of the the geiger universe um, so name for you. See that? What was that? I don't know. So Junkyard Joe is—he's uh, a robot. He mm. shows up in Vietnam in 1972. He gets inserted into a platoon. No one knows who he is, and of course, it's—it's it's very like, you know, the movie platoon. You got the big guy. You got you know the gruff sergeant. 
you got you know the kind of the the nerdy guy the guy that talks about his girlfriend back home you know all the all the stereotypical stuff and then joe shows up and so um he's very quiet no one knows what to think about him they get ambushed um his face gets blown off and they find out he's a robot but he he saves the platoon and basically becomes one of the guys you know he was accepted more once they found out he was a robot even though they were taken aback um a little bit later on the platoon gets wiped out in an ambush and uh he's being remote controlled to say to, to go back to the south Instead, he goes north to take out the people who took out the platoon. Um, it cuts back to Washington, where uh, Nixon is sitting, like in the in the war room, um, being told that the, uh, the the robot shut down because the war is unwinnable. At that point, he tells Henry Kissinger, "Yeah, let let's you know basically sue for peace. Let's get let's get our troops out of here." Um, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it, you know, it was a nice little origin story to a character that looked really cool in Geiger, so we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing probably like maybe each issue is going to be like him throughout the decades until they Modern get... Modern times. Yeah, or whatever to the guy... Because I, I can't remember, did he actually... Because he, he didn't show up in the Geiger book, right? No, it was teased. Okay, so yeah, maybe that's until he gets reactivated after the bomb goes off or something like, or, you know, down the line. Yeah. And then there's supposed to be the other one, too, like the uh, the British guy. Yeah, well, yeah, that was the kind of thing. Like, they made it out of that special, made it seem like they were going to spin out a couple books. But, like, if it's just going to be the guy your team doing each thing, that's going to take a while. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, this is cool, but I also kind of want more Geiger, like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths number five. Uh, yeah, that, too. So I would say this is probably the best issue of it so far. Exactly. But we're five yep. of seven. Now I had a I had a weird time. Yeah, huge problem there. In the middle of it, all of a sudden they come back, and it says, "As seen in um, Dark Crisis: The Deadly Green." So in the middle of the book, I stop reading, read Dark Crisis: The Deadly Green, which had was nothing. Yeah. And then went back, had to find my spot and finish it. It's like, why wouldn't you say somewhere, read this before this, you know, type of thing? Yeah, well, and then they, they referenced something else, too. The Dark Army. Mm-hmm. Which... Well, it's weird, and the Dark Army is, everybody has chains, very much like Necron from uh, okay. Blackest Black Night. Hand, yeah. And it was like, okay, why do they all have chains now? But, no, this was by far the best issue, leading to all these pr plot points. And the the note I made, will they really go forward and uh, do a reboot based on this? Because that's definitely you what it's leading to. I mean, they, they had the, yeah. uh, the multiverse map that came out when Multiversity came right, out. Right, and it, it breaking and it's like, apart. It's yeah. um, right. Pariah, as the heroes break away, um, Pariah's infinite earths are being destroyed because um, he doesn't have the power to sustain them so yeah it kind of feels like 
they're they're looking to reboot. Right, but, but it's like they only... haven't said anything. I mean, granted, you're not going to give that away, and there's two more months, yeah. so there's time. But I'm just like, this is one they they can't pull a Marvel and go, oh, we were going to reboot, but we just smashed the 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 smash the pizzas smash the pizzas together, and only Miles came over. That was the only thing that changed. So I'm like, you know, this was interesting, but this needed to happen way earlier in the story, or at least lead to it. Because the other thing is, I'm thinking is, basically this entire book has been Nightwing versus Deathstroke, because we've never seen that before. No, no. And it's been boring. Well, um, and, and, and every issue is, you know, Black Adam basically saying, y'all aren't ready, mm-hmm, y'all aren't ready. Mm-hmm. He, he's playing the Mickey from Rocky role. Yep. <laughs> and at the end it was like, call, or... I guess it was the beginning of the book, but uh, Dick told Oracle, call every hero no matter who it is. We, we need to get everybody. Which, when the Justice League died, that probably would have been the first order of business. Right, right. Like, but, um, yeah, it, it was the most interesting issue so far. Um, I, I don't know that it was great, but it was the most interesting so far. Um... Yeah, but just yeah. Now you've set something in motion. You better. You, know, you need to follow through. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all I read. Who's next, Mike? Sure. Before you forget. Too late. It is too late. Um, need a nap? No, I'm, I'll talk about it, but I can't get that much detail. Minor threats number two from Patton Oswalt. I didn't get that. One. It's well worth the read, just because of the dialogue and the. Dis- these D-list villains who think they are A-list villains and they're continuing to go after um, Stickman because he's he's done the murder. So it's basically them trying to gather the legion of villains together and battle and find Stickman, and they, which they can't do. But most of the story revolves around, I can't remember the dude's name, the Brainiac guy who's the puzzle solver. And he's just trying to demonstrate how smart he is the entire issue. And he is very smart, but he obviously can't take a punch. So we'll just leave it with that. Um, it's been a lot of fun. It's it's very funny. It, you can tell Oswald, Oswald is having a lot of fun. Um, Ant-Man number four. I didn't. I'm sorry. Really? You read three last week and you didn't read four. Right. I so I could just it. tell you anything and you would believe Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Because it's the that's mysterious future. paying attention to you. Future so. I know. Yeah, that's why I'm tuning you out right now. That's why he's tuning you out. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to get spoiled. So this is the final issue of the miniseries where the future Ant-Man from, was it, 2549 gathers Hank Pym, O'Grady, and Scott Lyon. He's really from 2049? 2549, yeah. That seems like a mistake. Why? Because like, that's only like 20 years in the future. That's like that and kind of like you have the whole 299 thing right there. But here's the thing. Yeah. He writes that in the issue, the continuity of comics and stuff. Okay. And he's actually following it and making it up as it goes along. Mm. And he's talking about like issue 7000 of Thor and oh, stuff yeah. like that. It was actually kind of cool. It would have to be Thor because they couldn't have 7000 issues of Ant-Man. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> so basically it was the four of them teaming up against uh ultron who has the power of the, the asgardian guards and they're like they're ta- each taking their individual shots at him and then nothing's happening 
So the future Ant-Man's like, well, I have these future Pym particles, which are amazing, but they do nothing. But somehow Hank Pym, the original Ant-Man, has a way of powering these up. And they say, let's take one more shot with the ray gun. Blast. Ultron's gone. And they blast them away. It was a lot of fun. It's great. And then the next series will be the Wasp. I enjoyed it. But hey, I just have the Ant-Man. Um, I'll talk about two more. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventures number Which one. Which should have been the best book of the week. This book was freaking it was awesome. Fun. It was so fun. I literally felt like I was watching the cartoon again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could hear the voices in exactly. my head. Exactly. Yeah. And it was so well drawn and well written. Was that because of the medication you took before reading the book? or I take my medication in the morning. Okay. Does he not know this? I don't know. God. Well, I figured you had to take it morning, midday, no. and yeah, at just, night. Just one time during the morning. So basically, um, is it Donatello that develops the VR yeah. training thing? And it looks Donatello does machines. Right? Yeah, I mean, come on. Fun. But that's what it was: is a VR. Yeah, training it was like a VR thing. When yeah. I first looked at it, it, looked like the old arcade like turtle video game. And I system. think that was intentional. yeah, yeah, that yeah. was intentional. I'm like, okay. So they all they're like, it's a bad storm out. April's reporting the weather, so we're like we can't go out and practice or do anything. Pearl. So we're like, okay, we'll put you in here. So they're literally putting them in video games, and they're making, like, Super Mario, like, all kinds of yeah, things. Yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah. And... and they do the classic thing, like, well, should we really be, be hooking up to this thing where there's a thunderstorm going on? And, and Donnie goes, oh, I got I cell, cell, face, uh, uh, false face and protections in there. Yeah, there's and buffers course, in there. Nothing. What happens, they get zapped, yeah, and yeah. they get locked in. And the only way to get in was to solve the puzzle of the VR game. You had to win. You had to beat the cap because it was capture the flag. You had to capture yes. the flag, yeah. and anytime you lost capture the flag, you got sent to this mini game, which was either like the Mario Racing or whatever, whatever you know it was. So they eventually do get out, and then April shows up. This was my favorite part. April buys them a video game, and it was literally. Homage to like Super Mario Three, yes. yeah, and like we don't have anything to do with that, yeah. And like they're like, why? Well, they literally just played their lives in yeah. the video game, yeah. But it was a lot of fun. The artwork was great. The story was great. My only smallest complaint is that sometimes, did you like you know how in the cartoons they would break the fourth wall a little bit, and like did you like like they would kind of have like you know when they were talking to us and like the totals was like facing us, and it's just because of the art design. But sometimes it was dead eyes. Yeah, they freaked me out yeah. a little bit, but yeah. it was just because of the, you know they did it in that cut that yeah. cartoon set. But they had had that smile on and they just had those black dots like in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had no expectations going in here. I'm like, oh, how, how, this is going to be like for little kids, but it was a lot of fun. For yeah, it. and I wonder if like if that's just what each issue is just going to be its own like standalone um, thing, which I think would be kind of would, would be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and there were so many characters in there. Like, oh, everybody was in there. Razor, oh, yeah. Rat King, and Slash. Well, the one female villain, I can't remember her even her name. She was in there. Well, the um the. Archie Ninja Turtles series that was based off of the car- off of his cartoon that was like the longest running Ninja Turtles series until this previous one. The, you mean Archie the publisher? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah, because that was over like that was like almost a hundred issues, I think. 
so maybe a little bit over. So like until this previous Ninja Turtle runs, like that's the the longest you know run of the totals. Yeah. How many issues are they doing for this? I think it's like a a four or five pot miniseries. Okay. But maybe you know it might go longer. If you're a fan of the Saturday morning show, pick it up. Yeah, yeah it was, the Turtles, pick it up. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Especially if you don't want to get into any of like the Armageddon game stuff and all like all that stuff. This is yeah, just a it's good. a much lighter, lighter hearted fare. You could give for your kid like you know your kid could read it, you could read it, and it'd still be you know good for both ends. Yeah. The last one I'll talk about is Batman One Twenty Eight. Read yeah. that. So. Basically, Failsafe literally kills Bruce. But Superman shows up. It's like, I'm going to save him. And it didn't quite work out the way he thought it would. Because Failsafe stabs him with kryptonite. And Bruce is like, just battered. And he's like, oh no, I have to save this guy. I have to get him out of here. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to let Superman die. Yeah. And so you have Green Arrow there, Black Canary, Nightwing, Oracle's there. Um, who else? There's a couple other people over there. You love those, like like the Bat Family and yeah. like the street, more of the street. All trying to stop failsafe, and it's well, uh, Manhunter was the Justice League was yeah. there, and it's not happening. So failsafe is basically destroying every superhero because yeah, he like he like gets them to follow him to a part of town that Bruce used to live in, and like booby trapped like that whole town. It was completely to, set yeah. up to defeat these guys. The superheroes yeah. and everything. So the the plan is, okay, we need to get Superman out of here. We need to save his life because he's going to die if he doesn't get medical attention. So they get Bruce on the jet or whatever. And is it Robin flying it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tim, Tim Robin. Mm-hmm. And rather than have them take Superman to a hospital, which Tim thinks they're going to do, Batman's like, no, this dude needs to live, so we're going to take him to the Fortress of Solitude. And Batman... How was he going to lift that key? I know. To get in? I don't know. And then Wait, Bat- I think at that time they got the, the chunk out the of him. The chunk's out, yeah. Really and still... he tended to his wounds, but he still, you know... So Bruce bails. It just jumps out of the thing into the ocean. And you're like, okay, this can't be ending well. And Aquaman's there to save him. So... He's healed up, and he's like, how long is he in a coma? Like, eight days? It was a couple two weeks. weeks. Was it yeah, two weeks? a couple okay. weeks, I think, yeah. And he's basically like, you need to get out of here because Failsafe's going to find you no matter what. Yeah. He's it's like the only place he hasn't really searched yet. Yeah, he's got to keep coming. And, like, Gotham's in, like, lockdown. But that annoyed me. Didn't we just read this? Where? With the magistrate and Protector 01 or whatever his name was, where he was fighting the guy who's half a robot. Mm. I'm like, I just, I read this. Mm. Batman versus Robot, designed to take him down. It was just, that's all. I was reading it, I'm like, we, it, not even, it's in the last year we had this story. Well, I haven't read it in the last year. So okay. It's all pretty new to me. Okay. <laughs> but it's just. Um, Jimenez's artwork is just incredible. He's leaving? Mm-hmm. Why? Because Joe Casada's doing varying covers for Mike Hawthorne, who's taking over for him. Well, Hawthorne's pretty good, but he's not this good. So that's all I got. Um, and I think the only other one that I have to talk about is uh, is uh, Spider-Man number one. They sold out. Nobody pre. 
I had three pre-orders for that. Mm. Is that the Mark Bagley? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, okay. So it's um, uh, Peter's just kind of like walking down the street, and he gets a he gets a call uh, from uh, Norman that somebody stole like one of his trucks from the thing. So Spider-Man goes and tries to save it, and um, after. Um, Stopping them, and uh, you know he's standing around, you know talking to, um, talking to the you know uh, signing like little autographs and talking to like some of the kids and stuff like that, and um, we some of the other uh, Spider family on the um, like the other ward place where they like with the world like the uh, Spider Verse stuff came out because there was this new threat. And it's coming after Peter, which is, like, the prime Peter Parker and all the, like, the Spider-Man universe stuff. Or Spider-Verse stuff. Um, and so the one, the main bad guy from uh, Spider-Verse who likes to eat um, uh, all the Spider-Man, um, I always forget his name. It begins with an M, though. But he, Merlin? Yeah, Merlin shows back up. So, Spider-Man always, whenever Mer- Merlin shows up, Spider-Man always gets into this, like, really, like, defensive murder and, like, starts webbing at him, throwing punches, because he knows if he gives him a, even, like, a split second that it will, you know, that it's over for him. Um, so, they're fighting, and all these others, uh, other Spider-Family are showing up to, to help, and then, like, this portal opens up into war, Spider-Man pops out, and so they think that he's going to be hit, be there to help, but then he actually ends up stabbing um, Spider-Woman, um, Jessica Drew, uh, with this, like, knife, and it, like, she literally starts to becomes, like, un- unraveled because she's, like, being, like, we were raced from, like, the web of life or whatever with that, they, that they use for this uh, Spider-Verse stuff. And that's where we find out that Merlin was actually there to help them because, like, there's this other kind of thing that has slowly, like, taken over other spiders in the Spider-Verse. So it's like, uh, you know, as, as the issue's ending, it's like the end of the Spider-Verse. Uh, so it's just kind of more... So if you are, like, uh, if you dig all, like, the Spider-Verse stuff and you like a whole bunch of different Spider-Mans... Uh, it would probably be a good uh, series to jump on if you get to the chance. And the only other thing that I read uh, that's probably worth talking about is Rogue Sun, which I was hoping um, Dave was going to be here to talk well, about. We can wait for it for next week. Well, I just because it's it's kind of like a it's time travel, and they use okay. it as to kind of tell you to do a uh, tell your own story uh, kind of thing. And I was just interested in what his thoughts on it because it kind of annoyed me a little bit on this issue. Uh, but yeah, I may wait for uh, next week for Dave to we can talk about that a little bit more. Um, but that's it. That's all I got. I, mean, okay. I, I said a couple others. Um, X-Men Red is part of Axe, and it was actually really good. Um, really? Ma- yeah, Magneto dies in it. Um, oh, is that why? Because like, isn't, like, isn't uh, Storm getting like... Yeah, she was r- running, keeping a circulation going and stuff, but I guess... Eventually he goes, and uh, they kind of reformulate the, the um, whatever, the council on uh, Araco. But it was good. Where a lot of these have been, eh, I, I thought that one was good. 
Um, Axe X-Men wasn't great. Um, uh, Jean Grey basically gets uh, thumbs down because she killed an entire planet, so who is she to say he can't? Or, you know, the new Celestial they made. And then Earth Divers was a weird one. This one, I, I was on a uh, Zoom call for. And Tim knows the author, but it's some author who's come about in the last couple of years. And it was just all about him, and he's doing this book. And I'm like, I don't, I've never heard of him. I don't know who he is. Who's the publisher? Uh, this is IDW. Okay. And apparently all he does is like... Uh, Native American stuff, and that's what this one's about. It's about, it's set in the future, and America has pretty much destroyed the planet. Um, and so these Native Americans find this cave where they can travel back in time, and they're going back to kill Columbus, and that's the whole point of this book. So, not a lot to it, though. It, it Interesting, but it's one that kind of felt... He wrote the book, and this is just the first chapter, but there's not quite enough here. It's like, okay, it's interesting, but... So, that's all I got. Well, Colin, what's coming out next week? There are week? books coming out next week. I don't hear as much. Oh, there are, because I ordered them weeks ago. <laughs> but uh, I wondered why I was getting three boxes. It's because we're getting two oversized books, which I appreciate. To, instead of just sending one, because they, they take a bigger box. Uh, but we're getting uh, a lot of a lot of endings are happening. So we're getting Aquaman Andromeda, issue three. Um, I'll come back to that. Uh, Batman One Bad Bad Day Penguin. Uh, we have Batman Superman World's Finest Eight. Uh, Batman The Night Ten is the last issue of that. Uh, DC versus Vampires All Out War. DC War of the Undead Gods number three. Um, Flashpoint six, which is the last one of this, which is then leading into the all the uh, um, Jeff John stuff. Um, we have a new one, Gotham uh, City Police Department, the Blue Wall number one. We have a new Harley Quinn the Animated Series, Legion of Bats number one, uh, Marvel Family number one, facsimile edition, just in time for Black Adam, uh, Rogues number four. That's the last one of that. That's the other oversized one, and then two trades. One I enjoy. It's the uh, the Fellspire Chronicles book one. Which was actually came out in issues as Last God, but they decided to change the name for the trade because that's going to work well. And then the trade of the year, uh, we'll be stocking up. We'll do this probably next summer for book club. Um, I want to make sure everybody can come. Um, you read that the, the top highlighted one. Aquaman Green Arrow Deep Target Trade Paperback. Yeah, we will be uh, yes. we will be doing that one for book club, so you guys can feel my pain. And Dave's pain. We both read it. I will not be rereading it for book club. Why? Um, if I forget everything, sorry. Uh, for Marvel, we have. Luckily, uh, we don't really talk about the book during right, book club, right. so we won't have to and read it. We either. won't. Oh no, no, no! That's we get, not fair. We have notes. I I will make a questionnaire. Um, we have Crypt of Shadows number one, which is their little Halloween special. Deadly Neighborhood Spider Man, which was announced a long time ago. Uh, we have two boxes, which I uh, we have a Miracle Man box coming and a Wakanda box coming. Miracle Man number one, uh, Silver Age is coming, so that timing on that one's good. Wakanda came out this week, but and we have X Force thirty three, which is an axe tie in, which was interesting because thirty two came out today. It's like oh, weekly, cool. And X Men sixteen, which is the next post axe issue. And then from Diamond, we have... This is a new one from Whatnot Publishing. 
Um, Whatnot is like an online, like you see people doing a lot of like Facebook live sales. It's a place to do live sales on Whatnot. Apparently they're doing comics now. This one's called Alpha Betas. And I just saw an, an article today where they are actually taking over heavy metal. So I don't know As what publisher? this. Yeah. So I don't know what this Whatnot is, but their first book is finally coming out. So that's good. Uh, I just like the name of this one, Brooding Muse. I thought that was interesting. And Dead Kingdom. Uh, Eve, Children of the Moon. Eve is, uh, this is the next, It's uh, it was a miniseries from Boom. About a girl, like the last person on Earth type of thing. Just like the title of this one, Flesh-Eating Cheerleaders from Outer Space. Sounds good. How bad could that be? Uh, we have Hellboy in Love. Oh, Immortal Red Sonia. And covers A through S. Yay. Uh, how many will be damaged? I'm going to say 15. Um, Night of the Living Dead Revenants, a new number one. Uh, we have, trying to figure this one out, Postmasters, which is an interesting thing to make a comic book about. Uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter number three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, oh, Vampiro Strikes number six. Probably ten damages there. Um, and that's it. So the other thing that annoys me about that stuff is I have a box coming tomorrow, which is seven pounds, and it just contains dynamite damage replacements. So I'm spending twenty twenty five bucks to ship damage damage replacements. Yes, they don't pay for shipping of their own nope. damaged books. Nope. So what? yeah, a little annoyances. No, I pay for shipping from everything from uh, dynamite. I mean from uh, diamond. So that's what's coming out next week. Remember, the previews order is due. Next week, so please get that in. I'll be working on that this weekend. Um, but it's cool, so I don't have to do, I don't have to do Marvel anymore, DC anymore, IDW anymore, Dark Horse anymore, or Dynamite anymore. It's gonna go a lot quicker. Yay! You don't have to do what for them? Do initial orders anymore? Oh, okay. Um, and then for book club, we're doing. We I moved that to November fourth, where we're doing uh, Nice House on the Lake. I Pat just bought my last copy, but I. Put an order for four more this morning, so they'll be here by the end of the... Well... There's one more on Tim's shelf. Oh, okay, on, good point. On, on, Thank on you. Thank you. I'll hide that. I'll cover it up. So. Um, but that's about it. Um, yeah, talked about book club. It's horror month uh, through the end of the month. And, yeah, so uh, <laughs> making noises more. Uh, the website's pittsburghcomics.com. I just got a email from the company that redid it saying, why won't, why are you leaving? So I'm going to have a fun time responding to that. Um, uh, website's pittsburghcomics.com. Facebook's Pittsburgh Comics. Twitter and Instagram are PGH Comics. So that's all we got. Mike, since you're in good cheer, send and us And that's the podcast. We will talk at you next week. See ya. See ya.